are listening to the Own Your Work podcast, an audio training created for the growing movement of entrepreneurial spirited professionals. These are the professionals who are no longer waiting for their companies to give them the tools they need for success, but instead they are owning their work and taking the lead on their development and the trajectory of their careers. Now, if this sounds like you, or you want this to sound like you, then join me weekly where we will touch on everything from landing the job, getting promoted, mindset, productivity, your personal brand in the workplace, and these are just to name a few. We will cover it all with myself and professional development experts to bring you the practical strategy you need to move forward today. So my friends, grab a pen and a pad because the time has come for you to get inspired, get the tools so that you can get to work and create your best work life yet. I'm your host, Sonia Holmes, and this is the Own Your Work Podcast. Hey friends, it's Sonia Holmes here, and you are listening to the Own Your Work Podcast. Woo! (laughs) It's episode four, y'all. I'm so excited. We're still doing this here. Well, I'm really, really excited for today's topic. I want to talk about something that I feel is really, really important on your journey to creating your best work life yet, one that is aligned, one where you feel fulfilled, right? One that is true and authentic to you. And that is how to actually hear your inner voice and how to use that to chart your own unique path to success. So I feel like this is really important because advice is everywhere. It's available on the internet, not the internet, the internet, (laughs) but it's available for free to everywhere. I mean, you're listening to a podcast now where I'm sharing advice or at least my experiential wisdom, right? But there's whether you are watching YouTube or reading articles like or reading books, like there's so much that's available that's telling you how to accomplish XYZ in X simple steps or, you know, how to become X, Y, and Z. Like you fill in the blank, right? There's so much advice available And sometimes we look at how people have achieved things and what they accomplish, especially when it's something that we aspire to and it's something that we want to do. We look at, you know, their formula for success and then we think it's the end all be all. We have to implement this plan. And while I am all for, you know, taking knowledge, taking, you know, proven data points and proven like track records and implementing it, there's something that's really unique and sometimes missing from the equation. And that thing is you and your unique path. And so how do you take all the things that you are, you know, considering all the wisdom, all the advice, like how do you take that? But how do you also form your unique path. And that is how, or that is why you have to learn how to hear your inner voice. Because even when you think about it, the person who did it first or the person who accomplished it first, right? There probably wasn't a playbook for it, or they probably had to listen to, you know, their intuition and do studying and researching and, you know, just different things. But 
outside of like the book smart, outside of the actual like intelligence or the skill set to that was needed, they had to discern when to execute on certain things and how to do it. So one of the things that I just really want and for us all to get and for it to be a part of the conversation is how to hear your inner voice because of something that is so needed. It's not really taught at work, you know, it's not something that they teach you at school, you know. So I have learned on my journey that in order for me to live the life that is unique to me, that's aligned to me, even if it's something that I want to accomplish that's already been done, I have to tap into my inner voice so that I can take the path that is right for Sonia. And that is what I hope for you as well, too. Another reason why I feel like this thing right here, like this is the part where we need to pause and like just get, is because right now the idea of um, has become really popularized. Um, the idea of this inner critic, the voice of the inner critic, the voice of the negative self-talk or, you know, or the imp- or feeling like an imposter or a fraud. Like there's so much content available around that because I, I think it resonates with us all so much because often we can identify with it. We've learned to easily tap in and easily recognize and hear the voice of the inner critic. But there's also an inner voice that is our champion, that is encouraging, that sees us as enough, that can give us what we need to take the next step. But so often the voice that we become most attuned to is that negative inner critic and that that just negative self-talk. And I want us to really learn how to recognize the voice of like our inner voice, that inner champion, that inner mentor, um, some might call it. I I read a book by Tara Moore and um, it's called Play Big or Playing Big. And um, she talks about the idea of the inner mentor. I highly recommend it um, as well. But for me, I've always, it's always been important to like tap into that inner voice. For me, it's the Holy Spirit. Like I'm always, you know, I feel like I'm always in prayer anyways. <laughs> and, um, and just seeking clarity and on my journey and getting alignment and things like that, like getting alignment, creating a life that's aligned. I have often had to pause, block out all of the noise and then ask myself, like, what's right for Sonia at this time? So if you hadn't already, I highly recommend listening to episode two, because that's where I talk about, you know, getting clear on your values. I talk about value-driven living and really tapping into your values is going to help you recognize that inner voice more clearly, because that inner voice is going to guide you and it's going to be aligned to your values so that your values it becomes like that compass as we talked about and it's like that voice of truth and that inner that inner uh voice is really going to keep you on that track to those things 
So I have a story about a time where, you know, I was conflicted when it came to my personal values and I had to really tap into my inner voice. I have plenty ex- experiences where I really had to pause, shut out the noise, tap into what I was feeling and like feel what the peace was for me in that moment to make my next right move. But one in particular that really stands out to me, um, and I feel like it, it was really pivotal moment because I think it really changed like just the trajectory of my career and the way that I was experiencing work. And um, there was a time, I'll keep it short, (laughs) but there was a time where um, I was in a role. I felt conflicted with my values, with some of the things that, you know, like the company's overall philosophy was in conflict with what I like just truly believed, you know, about people and just in general. And I remember, um, like, I enjoyed the work that I did. I love the people. I like love serving, and I love like the overall mission. And um, and it, I was a recruiting manager um, in this role, and but I was at conflict, and I remember um, just being like having to pause, and I, I didn't want to leave because I'm like, oh, I've only been there at the time for two years, and you know, I consulted like people who were close to me. And I tried to get advice as like, should I stay? And just trying to decide. And I didn't want to be disloyal. I didn't want to be a job hopper at that time. Like I had all these things, like these ideas and these stories that I was telling myself about if I were to leave. And um, I remember just making, getting really clear on like what my values were. And I remember going back and saying like, okay, this is an area that I feel that is clearly in conflict right now. And I'm prioritizing loyalty. But when I went back to like my values, loyalty to family was actually higher (laughs) than anything. And I had to make the right decision for myself in that moment and my family and I decided to be open and I decided to look. I didn't, I'm not, I didn't apply to a lot of places. I applied to three very specific and um, found something um, that was very aligned um, to just values overall. And I say that and I share that story because fast forward, if I would have stayed, some of the advice that I got from like the people who love me and really wanted the best for me, you know, um, was to stick it out was to, you know, um, just stay there because it only been two years. You don't want a job hop. How would that look? You know, you need to be loyal. Like we were all prioritizing this idea of what we thought loyalty meant. But when I shut everything out and I had to get really clear with my inner voice, like I had my talk with God and like, okay, what do I need to do here? It was very clear that the next step for me to do was to be open. And to now, like I got, I felt like I had the green light in that the next best move for me was to begin to uh, shift. And I made that decision and it completely changed my life. You know, I, I, in the previous role, I was <laughs> overworked and underpaid. I ended up, um, I was working a hybrid position um, and I ended up three times in three Xing my income. I ended up going into a role that allowed me to work from home Um, and just so many other different things. Like I was not 
like it was still hard work, but it wasn't the same kind of hard work. It wasn't the, you know, just the same kind of struggle that I had. And I began to grow deeper in other areas, other areas that I actually wanted to grow in. And on the surface level, if someone had looked at it, they would say, are you taking a step back? Because I went from a manager role to an individual contributor. But because listening to my inner voice was telling me to be open at this time and to just like take one step at a time. I didn't need to see the whole staircase, just one step. And I listened to, you know, this inner voice and Holy Spirit throughout the process. And um, I felt really at peace. And for me, when someone wants to know, like, how do you get clarity, right? How do you know that it's the, the you know, your inner voice or, you know, like, how do you know, right? So for me, peace, um, that's a big part of it. Alignment with my values, you know, like the inner voice to me, I believe is going to lead you into truth and it's going to be in line with your values and not, um, and not conflict. Now that doesn't mean that it's not going to lead you to a place that that won't stretch you because you can be led to a place where you are going to grow and you're going to stretch and it might even be a time or a season where things may seem harder but you will have a peace about it even in the midst of the, a storm or even amidst a trial you know you will be able to hold on to that word that truth or that encouragement that you got so for me, um, I always look for peace. I always make sure that, you know, does this align with what my values are? And like, if you hadn't already, like, I encourage you get clear on what your values are, what's important, you know, what is most important to you and write it out. I feel like when I did that in my life, like things changed for me. It wasn't just an idea floating it, floating in my head, like what I thought was important and what I thought my values were. Like it was very clear because I explicitly wrote the things out. So that is what I would encourage you to do. Common blockers that will, you know, like be in the way of you actually hearing and getting, you know, hearing the inner voice is, you know, misconception around clarity. Often we think that, you know, listening to your inner voice means you're going to get a vision of how it all is going to work out in the end. And that is not usually so. <laughs> usually it's just one step at a time and you don't get the whole staircase, you know, um, because if you did, it probably overwhelm you or you feel like it's just too big. <laughs> so, you know, um, I feel like that's a common misconception when it comes to hearing your inner voice and what it's going to look like and what it's going to feel like. Um and then also another big blocker is con consumption, what we consume, like all the things that we're feeding ourselves, the messages. If you get clear on your values and like what's important to you in your season, in the season, um, you should start to curate like the things that you intake, the things that you, you know, consume from reading and things like that. And ensuring that these are aligned, because I feel that consumption can be a blocker, because if you have so many different conflicting ideas, or you're always seeking like, you know, what all these different teachers are teaching about a particular area, then you're going to have so many different like ways and so many different ideas around it when you probably just need to find one person, <laughs> you know, that resonates with you most, get clear, maybe some of their advice might be helpful, but still make sure that it's aligned with your voice and you know that it resonates with you. But um, sometimes we can have too many conflicting ideas and competing ideas because we consume so much. So I would say like a, a big blocker that I found can be 
over-consuming and consuming like way too much. Those are the biggest things that I, I think about that are blockers, but I really, really want to encourage you to take a moment to pause and try to get in tune with your inner voice um, and your whether you call it inner mentor or whatever, you know, for me, Holy Spirit all day, like it's leading me into truth and um, like I trust that, you know, and this is so important because while that inner credit can like go and nag or just whatever, that inner voice is going to be able to give you like calm and in times where, you know, things get chaotic, like it'll, that'll be the, the voice that tells you to take a moment and pause. Right. And we need to be able to hear that as well, because sometimes we need to pause and no one's telling us to stop. So you need to be able to be in tune with yourself, be in tune with that inner voice. The more that you build this habit and cultivate listening to your inner voice, you are going to build self-trust and self-efficacy. And this is that belief in your ability to figure it out. Like it's that you can go into a situation and not know it all, but you trust in yourself and your ability to figure things out because you know that inner voice is going to guide you into truth and how to do things the right way. Now, I'm not saying that your inner voice is going to replace how you make decisions or it's going to replace your formal mentor or it's going to replace, you know, any of these things. Like it's not going to do that, but it is to be brought into the equation because it's a really, really important piece of the puzzle that I really hope you just activate and get. <laughs> so that is all I have for you today, friends, when it comes to like hearing your inner voice. I know this is this is a really big topic. I mean, I can like go deeper and deeper and deeper, but we will be here all day. And I know you got things to do. <laughs> Me too. So um, I, again, I really, really am so grateful that you are tuning in today and that you just took the time out of your day to listen to me. It means so much to me. So I want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up and just, you know, being on this journey with me. I appreciate you so much. And until next friends, next time friends, <laughs> just remember that there is so much more to you than the work that you do own your work. Don't let work own you. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next time. Bye, friends.